Yikes. So, now this lets us go into episode, episode, why, why do I keep saying episode? Subject number four. Um, this is Haunted Places to Investigate. And, and the reason why I brought this up is because, um, over in Toye, there's that, um, there's that one building where they used to house, um, I, I thought it was like elderly people. I thought it was kind of like a hospice place or, um, an old folks home. But I think now more or less from what I hear, it is an, a sane asylum maybe. And, um, the thing about that is, uh, I remember when I was a kid, we took a field trip over there and, um, and I don't remember why we were there when I think about it, but that building did kind of, kind of give off a creepy vibe. And I was just looking at all these older Navajo folks in wheelchairs, just all constantly smiling. And that made it, that made it kind of more uncomfortable because I wasn't used to people smiling at me constantly, but you know, now that I'm getting older as an adult, I see that, yeah, you know, these, I guess, children bring joy to the elderly, so, alright, so we'll, we'll, we'll debunk that as just, you know, elderly being, you know, happy to see young children there, but anyways, um, so what I heard was that one, one of my sister's friends told her that him and his buddies, they went over to that insane asylum one night, and they, um, was that they broke in and they, I don't know, they, they crawled through a window or something. And, it, you know, at this point, it, there was nobody there. The, the building was useless. It was abandoned pretty much. So they were kind of roaming around the halls and then and slowly they started hearing laughter, you know, up like on the top floors and those, um, those laughters, they started coming down and they started hearing it down towards the edge of the hallway down by the steps, and then so those guys, the boys, they freaked out, they started to back up, and they started to, uh, started to go back to the window that they were, um, trying to get to, and the door slammed on them, they couldn't get out, and they hear all these laughter coming towards them, and finally, one of them used enough, his fear finally broke open the door, and they all scrambled towards the window, and they all jumped out, and they all ran away from that building and they, you know, ran like, I don't know how far they ran, but when they stopped and turned around and cast their breath, there was all this laughter coming from all the windows, all the doors, all the floors from the whole building. There's nothing but laughter. So it's, you know, stuff like that where I kind of wish that we could have um, places that um, are haunted like that on the reservation, like um, over in Fort Wingate. I'll tell that story real quick. I mean, let, let, before I tell that story real quick, let me just say this, that if only I had the money to purchase um, night vision cameras and all that good stuff, I would definitely be, you know, staking out some of these places. Well, you know, obviously with permission from the people because I don't want to be caught trespassing or whatever. So that way, at least, you know, we can kind of see like the electromagnetic orbs that go around and maybe like the shadow people going back and forth from room to room or watching like paper just kind of float around the hallway or whatever. You know, just to show that, you know, there that there are evidence of um, the afterlife in a way in some of these places. And I'd be more than willing to do that once I'm done being this vice commander and doing all this veteran stuff, you know, that's, 
that would be my passion project. Again, if I can't really do film, I'd, I'd like to do a little bit of paranormal researching. But I would like to do it with so much equipment that, you know, I'd catch a lot of um, the frequencies, the vibrations, the electromagnetic energy, and just kind of have that recorded and documented. And that's the reason why I created that Clagato Paranormal Cryptoid page, just so I could have something like that later on. Um, but um, the other thing I was going to say, too, was um, over in Fort Wingate, uh, I don't remember who it was, but they told the story of um, um, somebody going over there, and then um, the, inside Fort Wingate, there's all, like all these abandoned military houses, and somebody, somebody that we know, went in there, just just on their own, you know, just just because they were curious. Oh no 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 no. Okay, here's how the story goes. My sister was part of a basketball group, um, and they were playing that team from Fort Wingate. So before the game started, um, her and some friends, they, where the Fort Wingate school is, you know, like a couple of miles away is that, um, those abandoned military houses. And those girls were like, oh, let's go over there, let's go check it out. So like, all right, let's go then. So that's how they end up kind of sneaking onto government property, which was abandoned. And uh, but still, you know, basically trespassing. And they were they were walking around and they were looking at all these rundown military homes. Windows were busted. The the roofs were caving in, and you know it's just it just looked really beat down. And um, so one of them decided to go into this house, or you know you know how Navajos are. They'll dare each other to do something, especially when you're a kid. Like, you go in there. No, you go. I'll go if you go. Okay, let's go then. So that's how they end up going into this home. And they were kind of looking around. And then they saw like a bunch of feathers. Then they saw a bunch of bones. Then they went to this table and there was like hair covered. I mean, like hair and then bones on top of the hair. And then um, like feathers and then like little voodoo dolls. And there was some blood splatter here and there. And they freaked out, and they were about to leave. And then all of a sudden, one of them stopped, and they all stopped. And by this time, it was getting late. You know, the, the basketball game was about to start. I guess it was a night game or something. And they noticed uh, a man way over there and walking with the... Walking with the... Um, he, was just, he was just roaming around, I guess. And So they got all scared, and they were like, what do we do, what do we do? And they're like... We have no choice. We have to make a run for it. We have to run back to the front gate, crawl through, and get out of here before that guy sees us. And they were like, "Why don't we just call the uh, Why don't we just call the security?" And they're like, "Because we're trespassing. You know, we we can't call the we can't call the security." So, on the count of three, they all took off. Boom! They dashed out of that house and they ran towards the front gate as fast as their little legs could carry them. And they all slid through the the gate and they all got out. And then um. Then when they all got back and they looked around, the house they were in, the lights were on. So, you know, you figure that out for yourself, you know. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. And, you know, then the girls, obviously, they ran back to the basketball game, but they didn't tell anybody about it. So, basically, it was like Tuojale versus uh, Fort Wingate, you know, I think it was middle school or something, uh, basketball tournament. 
So, you know, these haunted places, you know, they, they do have these type of um, apparitions and they do have that electromagnetic energy that can change a lot of that. And, um, you know, so it, it would just kind of be nice to just kind of know where these places are. And the other place I'd like to visit is uh, Navajo Mountain. I hear there's all kinds of cryptoids up and down that baby. Um, you know, but for me, I, I was always thinking, well, it would be great to go over there, find somewhere to kind of put as a, a ground zero. Um, I really wouldn't like to use weapons too much, like guns, because guns only work or are only effective for, you know, like non-cryptoid reasons. But I would like to get a, a, a drone that has like heat vision. And uh, not only that, but night vision. And I'd like to kind of like just kind of go up towards the mountain, just kind of see what I could see, record. Um, but the problem with that is these cryptoids that live on Navajo Mountain, they might throw a rock or something. Because these guys are strong, obviously, you know, that would be pretty stupid to, if you're thinking that you could fight these things and beat them down. That ain't going to happen. If anything, if there's like a superhuman, supernatural uh, cryptoid there, it might look at the drone as a threat and might throw something at it and bust it, break it down, and there goes my evidence, you know. Wouldn't be able to really capture anything. And then the, uh, my other thought is, what if the drone is so high up in the air that a human face comes right in front of the camera and brings down my drone and, you know, takes off with it? Or some flying, some flying creature flies off with the drone and I never get it back, so... You know, it's just stuff like that where I would say um, that it would be nice to have that type of uh, equipment. And finally, um, over where, where Navo Pedro was saying with Torreon with those little uh, apartment complexes. <laughs> and, um, you know, just to see those little, those little critters running back and forth. That big centipede, man, that really got my attention. I was like, wow, really, you know. And the reason why I say these is because there was a show called Skinwalker Ranch up in Utah. And man, that show sucked so bad, man. I was really thinking they were going to show a lot of, like, cryptoids or, you know, paranormal entities. Just anything. All it was was a bunch of guys doing research, shooting lasers across the valley and saying, Oh, I feel sick. And, oh, look at this guy. You better take him to the hospital, you know. I was like, oh, come on, man. Is, is that what we're coming to nowadays? And so I think they just kind of wasted their, their time doing a production of Skinwalker Ranch. And I don't really care for that show. I was really hyped for it, man. I was really, you know, I guess that was the thing, the way they made the commercials and made it, or the, the commercial trailers, you know, thinking that it was going to be so exciting, so terrifying, you know, learning new things. I thought they were going to actually catch uh, images of a Skinwalker, but... Man, that show was just big letdown. So on that note, there's just two other shows that I I, I, I watch. Um, well, when I can. One, Ghost Adventures used to be really really cool until I noticed that guy Zach Bagans, Faggins or whatever. He he's always sending that one guy Aaron out, and and then Zach's all trying to act all bad, and he comes back to that nerve center where. He's safe and comfortable with the other guys, you know, and he's like, oh, Aaron, don't get scared. Aaron, you need to be out there by yourself. And it's like, 
hey, you little queer, you get your ass out there, man. You know, you're, you're such a badass. Let's see how bad you are, you know. I wish I could be on that show. I wish I could write to them and say, hey, you know, I'd like to be like the fifth member of your team just to have a native perspective. And earlier what I was saying about, you know, me kind of uh, exercising the spirit out of that one house, you know, I'm pretty sure that holds weight somewhere in some of these, you know, uh, haunted places. But I, since then, you know, Ghost Adventures, is, I kind of lost interest in it once I, once I, once that Zach guy became such a, you know, a coward, you know, and I was like, come on, dude, you, you're all talking about, you know, hunting ghosts and stuff, and then first thing you do is run back to the nerve center and stay there. It's like, you little coward, get the hell out of there, or cancel that damn show, but anyways, the other, the other two shows that I really like is, uh, um, Dead Files, and that's where this, um, medium, this psychic lady, she, she goes into a house, and, um, she tries to figure out exactly what spirits are in there, and how they work, how they operate, how they attack people, and what can be done to stop them and reverse them, and then, um, and then she has, a um, her partner in the daytime, he's this New York City, uh, homicide detective, or retired homicide detective, so he goes around, and he finds the evidence of what happened in that place, and some of them, you know, Indian burial grounds, some of them are just, you know, um, you know, some, some of the families brought the uh, evil entities into their homes. The one episode that kind of tripped me out was these Native Americans didn't, I forgot what tribe they were, they didn't want nobody living on that land, but, you know, you know, you know humans are always looking for trouble, so they built a house where they weren't supposed to, and that invited these demon aliens to to hover around the house and was making people sick and that family's like no but we love this house we paid for it and it's like well it's either you stay there and die or you move out while you can and, and start somewhere else because the native spirits that are here they're trying to warn you guys and you guys are getting scared of them because you don't understand what these natives are trying to tell you guys and what the natives are saying is they've been here they they battle these demon um, aliens before they're like 12 feet tall and these these um, natives they you know put up a pretty good fight you know with spears and, and knives and, and bow and arrow and all that stuff but ultimately in the end you know those those demon alien creatures they won so that was a really interesting episode and then uh, my final episode or my series I like to watch is mountain monsters and um, that's where these um, guys from West Virginia they they're good at tracking and making traps and stuff like that and they um they try to catch like bigfoots and other uh cryptoid creatures and damn sometimes these guys get really close but one time they almost caught this werewolf damn it was so trippy man they caught a quick picture uh on that trail cam that they have and um and ultimately where they try to trap that um werewolf they always underestimate the strength of these creatures. Like they say, oh, this is oak. Nothing can break this. And we we welded some uh, metal with it. And, um, you know, no one can break through. But there they go. You know, some kind of Bigfoot will break through. And, oh, man, it, I like that show. I don't care what people say. You know, it's it's, it's a lot better than, um, uh, hell's a hell of a lot better than Ghost Adventures, I'll tell you that. But um, other than that, um, that's why I wanted to talk about these haunted places on the reservation if i could ever get a chance to go there i would and uh, i will definitely 
um, have some night vision cameras and heat cameras and all that stuff and try to catch me some paranormal activity. And what do you say there, Navajo Pedro? Haunting places. It's pretty crazy that you brought up the, you know, one, the one about the nursing home because, um, you know, my mom used to work at the one in Toye, you know, at nights, and she says, you know, I mean, she had all types of event, like, tripped out stuff there because she always hitchhiked. We always remember her leaving, like, before it gets dark, like, um, late afternoon, she takes off, and, you know, I guess from there she hitchhikes all the way to Toye, and she always had different experiences, you know, there's always, like, a card I always tried to. You know, like when she got a ride, there's a car that always tried to drive her off the road from a certain point, a certain point, and just different stuff, you know, and different experiences. And she's a strong woman, you know, and I love her. And yeah, she gives me strength too, you know what I mean? And, but she said that place in Toya, that nursing home, she's, when that place was booming, but now it's just all abandoned. Um, nothing but a lot of abandoned houses. Someone might live in at least like one or two of them that are still. Someone lives in, it's pretty crazy, and the rest are all abandoned, it's just crazy, and there used to be um, a clinic there, I guess, a nursing home slash clinic, and yeah, she said, but she said she always saw, um, like, a, usually she says she, every now and then, like, right before the door, door closes, she says she looks, and she says she usually sees um, a yeti, you know what I mean, or like a kachina figure with a lot of feathers or something like that and she says she'll see it just it, it always did that like when the door opens it'll just be there until the door closes and she opens it and there's nothing and you know that's and stuff like that it's been you know seen um like even at denny's and window rock you know and there's one of the workers said that one of the windows that face towards um the east side, you know what I mean? And that one, they keep closed now in the evenings because it's at one time they left open because one of the workers there saw a Yeti again or a Kachina type of figure or thing and that freaked her out, you know what I mean? Uh, just standing there and just looking in, looking at her and... Yeah, so that's why that, that area at night in the evenings they closed that side, so... Um... But yeah, that's the thing with that one, the nursing home, like you said, um, I was surprised, yeah, those things were ones that popped up, because there's another story too that my mom told me that, um, one of my other, um, great uncles, or one of my cheese, I guess, um, the nursing home he was in, you know, he said that he can't, he can't really sleep a lot of times, he says, because, because there's this thing that walks around, always makes noise, laughs at him laughs at people and just torments people and he said that that person he said yeah he says he has um green skin he has black slick back hair and his eyes are like fire like it's just red and just burning and he said that person just walks around he's always laughing he's always yelling he's always making a bunch of noise just torments um you know my relative that was there you know and he always asked that he's like that guy's always I can get to sleep. That guy's just making noise. He's just walking down the hall. He's just. But after a while, um, you know, um, my relative found religion, and you know, I me. Mean, after a while, when my mom visited him before he um passed, she asked him, "Was like, do you still see that guy around or whatever?" He's like, "No." He's like, 
after, you know, when you found his faith, you know what I mean, just, you found peace too, you know what I mean, and, you know, that's just, you know, just the way it looks now, Toye too, it's just, you know, I wouldn't doubt there's more stuff out there, you know, just by the way it looks, by the way it's abandoned, the way everything just closed down there, and, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like now Station Road, you know what I mean, like, like the actual now Station, you know what I mean, it's imagine when those buildings were up, you know what I mean, that were there, but now it's just like, everything's running by computer. The thing I want to address was the Skinwalker Ranch, man, I'm really, I love that place, I'm really interested and intrigued by that place. I didn't know there was a show about it, but I want to check that out now, so. And I have a documentary that I bought, or a movie that they made about it, and yeah, there's a lot of talking about it. They hardly show stuff because that's a beauty about that place is that it's a it's alive, it's an entity, it's a trickster. It knows where the cameras are. That's why they can't get any good footage, only a lot of stories because it messes with people and it knows how to mess with people. And the cameras and all the angles where they sit up and all the high-tech gear that they have, it doesn't do shit there because this thing's smart and it knows where to... If it, know, it already knows where the camera's looking, so it does shit off camera, and it never does the same thing twice, you know, I mean, that's the reason why it got its name, well, it actually got its name Skinwalker Ranch because of the Utes that live in that area, that tribe, um, that's their res area, but they always looked at that ridge, and they always called it Skinwalker's Path, you know, they, that's what they, they always said that it's where Skinwalkers travel, and, you know, but then these white people, of course, they... They had to make a farm right down from that ridge, and you know that's where um that's why it's called Skinwalker Ranch because it's on that Skinwalker Ridge. And but basically um they they said that's the only explanation, that's the only word that they can come up with that can explain that place because they can't really because there's a lot of things that are seen there. You know, there's Bigfoots, there's UFOs, there's cattle mutilations, there's old time big wolves, there's cryptoids that are there that you know and there's all types of stuff and people have different experiences you know what I mean and there's stuff that doesn't make sense you know what I mean like um like when like there's a story about this little trailer that wasn't open on the outside at all but then they fit like these real big cows in there like I think it's like six of them all together and it was crazy like but then like Earlier, those ranchers were talking about like, how much it would suck if they lost those cows because everything's going bad for them. And I guess they said so they went to lunch or something. They came back an hour later, and all those all those cows that were there, the ones they were talking about, were all gone. And kind of find out that they're inside um this little thing that they used, um this little trailer, little tiny trailer to that they used for like storage and everything. But when they came back, they saw all of them were missing and they're got word in here when they looked inside of it all the cows were in there and they're all they all fit in there somehow but they're all crammed in there and there's no evidence of the trailer being open from the outside and there's two entrances and you know it's just crazy that you know that that thing heard them to where it wanted to cause more distress on them and to where it actually just hid all the cows from them and you know, he so said when they got the cows out, he said the cows were all dazed and, I don't know, but basically, yeah, they're just weird stuff like that happens there, you know, because it, it messes with people a different way and, you know, like, like if people get sick, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that would happen, you know, like, 
places like that usually can cause stuff like that and um like one crazy story about it is like when people were looking their lookout and they're on top of the ridge and they said they saw like a orange orb that one just flew out of nowhere all of a sudden it stopped on that dirt road that was down there and they he said they're just watching it and all of a sudden that orb it just turned into a real big circle all of a sudden it turned into like a real big long tube then all of a sudden they said in that tube they said they saw this thing just crawl through that tube in midair and it just crawled out it was real big they said and all of a sudden they said jumped out and it was real tall and it says a cryptoid looking thing it was real I don't know, they said it just, it wasn't like Bigfoot or anything, it was just like a real, I don't know, like, they, they, the way they just said it was just a reptilian looking figure, real tall and everything, and just, as soon as it crawled out, it just hopped out and looked both ways, and that just ran into the darkness, and after that, that's when, um, that thing closed back up, the tube went back in, then it, that circle closed and turned back into a little orb again, then flew off, and that story's like that, that 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 make me really want to investigate that place myself because it's closed off to the public and it's always going through different owners and all these different owners are you know they're UFO enthusiasts or with like this Mufu this um Mufon. Mufon yeah that with the but then the he broke away from that and started his own thing and because they couldn't he gave them money to do their own investigations, but they couldn't, they just argued, and they did, like, the Navajo Chapter House, you know, they never know what to do with the money when they actually got it, so he, he just started his own thing, he bought that, and he's the one that recently gave it up, and there's a new owner that they haven't, um, this, this video that I bought, it doesn't show his face, and they, they distorted his, own um, voice, but, you know, but he says he doesn't want to do it, because he owns a lot of businesses, and he doesn't want anyone to, lose business or affect his business because he owns all that and you know but then he shows like um pictures of stuff you know like ufos and you know people have like different stories you know like sometimes they'll just hear voices like a couple feet on top of them just talking to them different language like a real pissed off language like yelling at them like and just weird shit like that you know and that's what makes that place so beautiful is that it's it's there's something there that's alive and just like a skinwalker that's the reason why they call it that is skinwalker ranch is because it's a trickster it knows it's a live thing that knows that it's being watched it watches you and it messes with you and you know and they do get stuff on camera here and there you know what I mean? like sometimes like they have footage of a video that like in like in the fog all of a sudden these buildings like skyscraper things just appear right there and it's like i don't know statue honestly like real weird like just the stuff that goes on there you know I and mean, people have their own stories there you know I mean, like if they stay there long enough or whatever or you know um but yeah like a lot of the things about it you know I mean, it's just a lot of just some um, stories too you know that can make a you know like a documentary boring but i don't know like to me like i said i'm really i like stories i like I like visualizing stuff too, you know, even even if they didn't show any pictures and just talk about it, that would be cool enough for me, but, um, and then, you know, like, haunted places and stuff like that, I'd say, like, you know, there's a place in Alamosa too that, um, in Colorado that I used to stay in the, when I was in, in jail, um, a lot of the 
inmates there that are telling me story about this house that's out there in Alamosa. And it's a small house, too. It's a weird house, I don't know. And this family lived in there. And I don't know, but they said it was a weird house because there was just... It was like a one-bedroom house, but everything was real short. The roof was real short. And, you know, that family, they're... I don't know why, you know what I mean? Like, they had to crouch down and walk around, but they lived like that for a while. And it was just weird, you know what I mean? To then they said one day, I guess they just, the whole family just hung hung themselves in that in that house in the living room. And they had to crouch down to hang themselves too. And I don't know, it's just weird, like the story that the way they're explaining it. And then all of a sudden, I guess that that place was just weird and just haunted. And to the point where it just made the whole town uncomfortable, just knowing it was there and to the point where they actually just burned it all down and yeah but that story remains though and it was just tripped out because um but it's out there in Alamosa Colorado and it's kind of like kind of remind me of Amityville Horror when they're talking about it and how the weird stuff that happened there to the point of just them just all committing suicide a whole family on a small ass odd Willy Wonka roof housing thing, you know what I mean, just, I don't know, but, it's just weird shit, you know what I mean, it's just big world, you know what I mean, and there's a lot of haunted places, you know what I mean, like, there's, the, like, Suicide Force in Japan, you know what I mean, that's a pretty crazy place, you know what I mean, and I don't think it's haunted, but it's something about to where people go there, migrate there, make a pilgrimage there, just to go out there and commit suicide, or test the wheel, or something, but most of them end up in suicide that they, you know, <coughs> They have to do annual sweeps every now and then to collect all the stuff that's left over, all the dead bodies that are still hung up, or all these different, you know, the camps, the tents that they leave. And, you know, when the Chinese officers say, yeah, this car has been parked here at least for about half a year, and this person probably came here with bad thoughts, bad intentions, or just in a bad mood or something. He's went to force and he's never came back out and just made up his mind or something, and just, you know, there's places like that, you know, and that, you know, and, um, that feed off your fear, you know what I mean, and just, I don't know what kind of experience they have, you know, I don't know if they really get to see themselves or something to the point where they actually kill themselves, or if there is, you know, that's the mystery of it, that's the beauty of something being haunted and mysterious, you know, and, you know, I, I watch, um, shows a lot too you know what i mean and i like like monster quest you know what i mean those are that's a real good show and then monsters in america that's also a real good show it shows all types of stuff cryptoids and whatnot in the usa and different states and different stories it's real cool and you know, those are type of shows that i'm interested in i like you know um like monsters in america you know that's where i first heard about a bigfoot you know and a bigfoot story where actually bigfoot had a big giant bat wings and it flew off you know like shit like that like then the new jersey double and stuff like that you know that like i said like like scary movies for me would be like you know the creepier the better you know not just scary don't try to scare people but just yeah. do it like like you're in there like it's like it's just creepy you know like um you know just be cautious and be safe you know if you guys do go exploring tis the season you know what i mean so but just be safe and, you know, just be alert, um, have fun, and, oh uh, yeah, stay up.